0: bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to amazon.com or visit us at mamajemboshrimp.com
1: Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Ceccia. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam and then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to. From vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello there. Welcome. It's another round of the next generation. And today we are gonna talk about well, first we're gonna talk about a fun grape varietal that I don't know a tremendous amount about. And I've actually never had a wine made with this grape, which only makes me more excited to talk about it because I'm even more excited to drink it soon. I'm going to go on a little hunt shortly after this podcast interview. Cocochola. Have you heard of it before? Well, if you haven't, welcome to the club. But it is a most, a most, a must. Get it? A must? Because Grace... (laughs) It's a must-know <laughs> Greek from the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 book. So you must know it. Anyways, Coccocciola comes from Abruzzo, the region of Abruzzo, and it actually has a few different synonyms. Uh, uh, let's see what we have here. Cacciola, Cacciolo, Cacciumella. No, Cacciumella. Yeah, my pronunciation's a little weird today. Anyways, Chola has a bit of a limited history. It was rediscovered in the late 20th century, the 1990s. Late 20th century makes it sound like it was millions of years ago, even though it was already 2023, which is just bonkers. But regardless, late 90s, Chola is rediscovered. A lot of studies still, you know, happening around it. So we really only have a more recent history of this Fun, grape varietal. So the grape itself has a very unique look. It's not like a classic, you know, white wine grape where it has that like clear yellow, maybe with a greenish tinge kind of skin. It it actually it has that yellow greenish skin, but it often has brownish marks or brown spots, so it looks darker. And it's a late ripening varietal, and it, it typically is harvested in early October, which is quite you know on the la- later side for a oh, white wine producing grape. So Moving on, back to Abruzzo, where is this grape grown? Predominantly in the province of Chieti, and it's now used as a monovarietal wine in the Abruzzo dock, where it has to be 100% Cococciola, but it is also blended as well um, in other other wines. Now, going back to the type of wines that Cococciola produces, we have That it's mostly still in dry wines, but and you will find sparkling versions of this. And that's actually one of the reasons I chose to talk about this grape, because I love sparkling wines, and I'm really curious. Never had a spark. No, that's not true had a sparkling wines from Abruzzo before, but um, not with Cococciola. So, again, back to that 100% varietal specific um, trend for Cococciola. I love saying Cococciola. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going to have it stuck in your head. Can you say Cococciola five times? Try it. But yes, back to 100% varietal specific wines is a trend, um, but blending is allowed often with Treviano d'Abruzzo, Pecorino, Passerina, and Malvasia. And I love that the pairing is with clams. That's probably why I picked this because me and a plate of spaghetti alla vongole, there's nothing I love more. So that is my future this summer. I'm going to Abruzzo. I'm going to have some spaghetti with clams with cocochola and we're going to have a fun time. Now, are you ready for our interview? We have the wonderful Alexandra from a wonderful student of Via coming on to chat with us about her love of Italian wine. And welcome, Alexandra. Ciao.
2: Hi. Hi, Victoria. How's it going? All good. All good. Uh, preparing for exam and excited to visit Verona in a uh, very few days. I know it's so close. And tell us, where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Singapore. I live in Singapore past two, three years. I used to live in uh, Dubai for six years. And uh, before that, I was uh, in Russia. Uh,
1: in my home country. (laughs) Wow. And so how long is the trip from Singapore to uh, Verona?
2: So I will be flying through the Frankfurt. So I have connection flight in Frankfurt and um, it's around
1: 12, 13 hours. Wow. Oh, that is a journey. And are you coming, um, I know you're coming um, for Vinitoli in the VIA, but do you, do you have more plans in Italy while you're here? Uh, yes, my biggest plans, of course, is to
2: go to VIA Academy and uh, will, uh, um, I want to try to pass my exam. Uh, this is all well, autumn. what I'm doing since January and even the, started from last of week of December. And uh, I will be in Wien, Italy as well from the 2nd and 3rd of... So from the 2nd and 5th April and then a couple of wineries. Fun, fun. Yeah. Um,
1: are all the wineries in the Veneto or are you traveling
2: outside? I will be traveling to Florence. My friend is coming to Florence and we will go together in Siena, Montalcino, maybe um, around uh, San Gimignano. Yeah, so mostly in Siena and Montalcino, I think. i never
1: been there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you're going to love it. Yeah, after, especially after 12 to 13 hours of traveling, you have to see as much as you can.
2: Definitely, definitely. I'm very, very excited. I wanted to go around uh, Verona as well, but then we have a few days only, and we just uh, come to decision. We will use everything in uh, Tuscany since we haven't been there, no one of us. And... Um, Verona. I will come back uh, around Vapalicello again, maybe next year, uh, or maybe in two years again. <laughs> and so, how did you how did you fall in love with Italian wine? In general, I mean, I like the wine, of course, and uh, my introduction to Italian wines started from Sicily, which is very, very unusual as well. Of course, in uh, Russia we have a lot of um, varieties like. Uh, In that time, it was uh, 2014, I think I was studying in the wine school in Russian. We used, we try uh, like Grillo, we try Vermentino, uh, like Nera de Avola. So in that time, I don't think we knew much about, but I went around in St. Petersburg in the wine bars and then, and they used to have a lot of varietals of Vermentino, so it's quite popular, especially Vermentino at that time. And uh, I loved uh, Nerella Mascalese, Nerella Mascalese, Caricante, de Avola. Yeah, and then I started um, in Dubai after I come back in Dubai. Uh, yes, Italian was um, one of the is very accessible wines as well uh, in the price point if you're comparing with uh, Bordeaux in Burgundy. And uh, a lot of variet- variety style you can find light, can find uh, red, white, you know, even rose, sparkling. And uh, started a long time ago.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it's so, it's, it's, that's the beauty of, of Italian wine. It's just endless, and there's so much to learn, and you, you can go on and on. And I see that you, you have an affinity for Sicilian wines, which it, I don't blame you. I mean, it's just, it, well, Sicily is beautiful, and, and the wines are so versatile and, and, and delicious. Um, actually, I actually have a funny question for you. And see if you can answer um if you were a grape which grape would you be and why like an italian wine grape
2: yes i was thinking about that uh, question and i think i can say uh, just because uh, re- just because of my name i can say i'm muscat Alessandria. <laughs> is my name, <laughs> but it's the offspring of Moscato Bianco and uh, maybe origin of the Greek, which is come from the eastern side of Mediterranean. I'm also from eastern part of Russia, which doesn't uh, is very very far area from western side of Mos- uh, Moscow St. Petersburg. Uh, originally, I'm from eastern side, but I study wine in St. Petersburg, so it's like something the name and then the eastern side of origin, but the, or, yeah, origin is can be Italian as well, right? But it's just a possibility that it can be Greek origin. <laughs>
1: of course, of course. What, what have, and, and do you think that your personality aligns with the character of Moscato di Alessandria?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I really love the uh, Ben Rai, the Moscato di Alessandria from Pantelleria, and uh, it's uh, so con- concentrated, so um, intense, complex, uh, sweet wine, um, a lot of characteristics can be Z B but as a dry wine, I really love the dry zibib as well. It's so aromatic, nose is so perfume, It's so so ele- elegant, delicate, and uh, you can uh, just uh, just enjoy just by smelling your glass. And I mean, is is a lot of personality. Um, I think I I I don't I, I maybe I have a, a lot of personality. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean I mean is is delicate nice it can be dry can be sweet so sometimes you need to adapt yourself to be sweet you have to be sometimes quite uh, yeah <laughs> so you need to be at work you have to be more professional and uh, uh, you don't have to be sweet at home, like uh, with your parents or with your families.
1: Yeah, so maybe it's a kind of... Uh, I love that. It's like I I'm, have a big person. I'm very aromatic in my personality. But I go with everything. Just like <laughs> if you try. <laughs> I adore that. Um, so with the Vinitalia International Academy the Ambassadors Program, VIA, coming up, now you've been studying hard. Um, what are your hopes and expectations for the course? And even after the course?
2: Of course, it's my professional uh, career. And I would like to know more professional information uh, through the Vinitaly courses, uh, master classes with the MWs, and to know more about the different uh, new upcoming the styles of wines or some uh, learning tools and um, to be like more... Forward in my profession because as well I am in charge of Italian wine uh, bar in Singapore. Uh, it's called Tenuta. Uh, Tenuta is um, recently opened. is November 10 was the first day uh, last week. Uh, sorry, last year, and um, it's quite extensive and maybe is the most extensive extensive wine Italian wine list in Singapore. I'm not sure how about uh, Japan and Hong Kong. Uh, we have uh, 36 pages of 20 regions from Italy, all the wines. And uh, it uh, is very responsible to be in the head of this wine bar because uh, all the Asia, Singapore wine professionals, they come here and just to try like Grignolino, the grape varietals like Grignolino, maybe even Zibibo. Um, yeah, so different winemakers like Terro Diego, uh, not every restaurant that would have this kind of wine and uh, uh, just uh, uh, i i believe i can learn more and be in the middle of the wine italian wine market
1: i think in asia yeah <laughs> yeah that's incredible that is that is quite the wine list um and is the food at um there is it is it also italian or is it Kind of international.
2: It's a so we have a it's a kind of the multi restaurant. It's a wine bar located in the lobby lounge of the hotel, and we have uh, access to order from Italian restaurant which called the uh, Luce. It's uh, chef Davide Giacomole. He's from near Garda. He's uh, his region, and uh, we have a Chinese restaurant. Also one more that we can have access to those. Uh, uh, food items and the local food, of course, like Singaporean Me, um, mee, the fried rice. Uh, people people love uh, love the Singaporean food with Italian wines, and still is quite popular, more popular than Italian food. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, I, I mean, yeah, Singapore is, is known, especially like the, the, like the food stalls and, um, what do you, what is it called? The,
2: um. style of,
1: uh. Yeah.
2: It, it, yeah, different type of noodles and like a soup kind of style of food. It's very variable. There is a spicy food. There is a non-spicy food. There's some kind of dumpling kind of, yeah, a lot of, uh, very, very spoiled of different type of the cuisine here, like Indian Malaysian, Indonesian, Thai, Korean, Japanese as well. Uh, quite big community, Japanese, Korean, Thai, Indonesian, Malaysian. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Very multinational. So I have a rather
1: difficult question for you. So you, could, you can sit on this for a minute if you want. Do you think you could give us a uh, wine pairing, like an Italian wine pairing with one of your favorite foods in Singapore?
0: enjoying this podcast, don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show. So
2: I love the dumplings, um, the Chinese uh, style of dumplings, Cantonese, they call it Lambao is a thin rice dough uh, made uh, inside the mixture of the chicken and the pork. comes with a kind of the soup inside, so it's quite juicy dumplings. Uh, that one is really, I, I think, uh, uh, it's is not spicy at all. You just need to dip in the sauce, uh, which is called the vinegar sauce. It's a Chinese vinegar sauce. Uh, mm-hmm. Quite Gives acidity and refreshing to the um, dumplings. I'd love to, go, I'd love this uh, food pairing with a uh, caricante from Etna. Again, Etna is <laughs> yeah, a caricante, refreshing acidity. Uh, sometimes, of course, it depends on the wine making, the creaminess, um, yeasty characteristic, uh, fruitiness. Um, of course, the refreshing acidity is what wo- works very well with a uh, dumpling.
1: Yeah, Bao um, is. Um, is- really delicious and like it's so funny you made me think of how there's a place here in Verona where they make like a version of a bao it's not very authentic but it's good and like everyone's like obsessed with it they're like you have to have the bao so I'm going to tell them that they have to serve caricante with it because I've never had that pairing before
2: yeah that's I think that for the bao there is a different the inside they can mix like maybe sometimes can be with a shrimp or can be with some meat yeah depending on the I like the bow, like a a stewed beef, um, slow-cooked beef with a rich uh, soy sauce and uh, with a red wine, glass of red wine. I don't know, maybe Barbera, Grignolino, yeah, some Sangiovese. Yeah, yeah, it's a lovely pairing also.
1: Yeah, I love the bow with the pork belly. That used to be my favorite living in New York. There was a really excellent place. And, oh, it was just, so good and the sauce is like like sweet and sticky a little bit i I love food well so in singapore i mean not that obviously i would love to come to singapore one day but if i were coming to your area in singapore what would you what like what do you do for fun like what wine bars or anything like spots that you want to throw out there so i could put on my power map on google maps (laughs) in singapore a lot of
2: things to do yeah it's a very small place very small city um Of course, the best uh, entertainment is food. You go around and you you eat the street food. It's already very, very fun and uh, so many to try. Then you have activities like um, outdoor activities. You can do cycling. There is a very long cycling roads. Like you go around the island. Then you can running and around the east uh, east coast. East coast is like kind of beach area. Then, yeah, then um, like gardens, the... Uh, hiking roads quite interesting it's like i mean i did some hiking roads a few times they were very very safe and very interesting so it's very instagrammable and very picturesque uh, um, areas uh, where it's like uh, outside of the very noisy city you just go inside the trees and you just uh, relax and uh, re- refresh your your mind uh, uh, it's very Amazing and then, after ten minutes, you go outside of the trek and you are in the very noisy big city is <laughs> I mean it's a lot of things to do uh, each uh, houses they have a pool can enjoy in the
1: pool and um weather. yeah, nice <laughs> well, that sounds really lovely, but um so working in wine there, I mean, how do you see um the future you know of italian wine and um especially with the um, the, the younger generations, how do you think you're going to go about making it more exciting for younger wine drinkers?
2: Yes, because I'm working as a sommelier, so wine is my profession. Is My profession is to sell the wine as well. And um, I think uh, we need to talk about uh, more about the wine. Uh, we need to write about the wine and maybe... Uh, some kind of the master classes uh, is very helpful. We have a lot of people who are interested in wine from the young generation and also from um, from ev- everyone. They when we do any master class, they all very sign up very quickly. Uh, we do uh, regional. We can do the comparison. Sometimes we did a uh, comparison French versus Italian grapes. So it gives a uh, quite more uh, understanding and. Um, Uh, Of course, wine is a completely different beverage than uh, other alcoholic beverages. Um, Wine is, you have a taste, you have aromas, you have a nose, history, uh, um, experience of the people and the culture. Uh, We just need to, I think, speak a lot. And I think, um, yeah, it's write about that
1: <laughs> just uh, it's our i think it's our profession absolutely it's it's uh, at the end of the day is as much storytelling and and you know sharing as possible and yeah just showing everyone why italian wine is 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 the best <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah cool well thank you so much alexandra for taking the time um and calling us in singapore um and I don't. What time is it there? So it's a six. Uh, ten minutes past six p.m. Here. Oh wow! It's only eleven here. I'm just in. I need to have my second morning coffee. <laughs> and you're having a glass of wine, I assume. <laughs> Very soon at seven p.m. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I can't wait to see you in Verona, and I'm excited. Best of luck with Via, and I look forward to meeting you in person when during
2: the academy thank you very much victoria was lovely to uh, listen you and speak about you thank you very much for calling
1: wonderful have a lovely evening and i'm gonna have my coffee
2: (laughs) (laughs) a lovely day thank you very much
1: bye-bye As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast, available anywhere you can get your pots.